Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where a mixologist is just a bartender, and farm to table means Monsanto to Ikea. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, sports talk radio veteran and man bun connoisseur, Reno. No Tara yeah. and your hipster host, John Reedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, baby. I love your Capri pants, you know, John. If I could rock a man bun, I would, but I can't. It's impossible for me to do it. It'd be a It'd be like uh, there, there's no, there's no hair in that spot. I don't to, think there are enough it. balding guy uh, man buns out there. Maybe it's because that's the part of the head that goes first. Let me let me just say I welcome everyone to the show. The South Stands Denver Fancast. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're we're glad to have Reno back with us, and um, I'll, I'll talk about that real quick. Have you seen? Um, uh, high Maintenance on HBO. Have you seen that yet? That show, High Maintenance. Yeah. I have not watched it. I've intentionally not watched it. It's it's excellent. Right. It's, is it excellent? It's excellent. And the reason why I bring it up is because I looked at that guy in there and I thought, oh, now I could like gr- I know how to grow my hair out. That's the hairstyle. He's bald and he can kind of grow it out a little bit. He's got a beard, and I'm like, I could I could do that. So skull it. Still a skull. It's, a skull it. <laughs> it's it's an awesome skull it, and I think that's that's the look I'm going for next. But hey, Reno, welcome in. Welcome Gentlemen, back. always uh, my pleasure. Um, we were we had Nate Kreckman in here a little bit ago, and he really? was, and he was he was bragging he was bragging about how many times he's he's been in here, and uh, we we said, well, hey, you're you're a what was he a four timer? I think he was a four or a five four timer. or five that timers, been his fifth, something like that. Know. And uh, he was like, well, who was who was the most? And we said, well, Reno, of Reno, course, yeah. you know. So yeah. Reno's Reno's been with us from the from the early days. And, he, I, and I'd like to point out that Reno is surrounded in sponsors at the moment. It's hilarious. He's got it's great. He's eating he's eating a lovely meal from the hornet and uh he's surrounded by varieties of this bear creek distillery whiskey which i am enjoying at the moment well that's why i brought it in i didn't mean to literally surround myself i'm just trying to get (laughs) dinner in before i i head out i just i love you i love your loyalty i mean you look man you work side by side with these people yeah i but this is good stuff so he does it's probably easy for him to be yeah this is this is easy easy stuff and bear creek distillery Look, I drank their stuff before they ever sponsored my show, and they uh, are so good to me. They, um, yeah, it's it, it, it is great whiskey, and if you like whiskey, then I highly recommend the place. They also do vodka. They also do rum. They'll be with us tomorrow at Esther's when we're broadcasting. We'll be pouring samples. So come by tomorrow night. And I, you come by tomorrow night. I'll pour you a sample. Thursday nights at Esther's, which is over um, off of Jewel uh, on on Holly in Holly between and Jewel, basically. yeah, Holly and Jewel, kind of off Evans uh, there, and uh, great place. And uh, I tried the wheat whiskey here before we started, and it is excellent. And I and I love whiskey, so but yeah. it's very it's very good stuff. So yeah, but I brought it in so that y'all could have it. We could have some, and it just so happens that yes, they do. Sponsor my it, show. It's amazing with that wheat whiskey how little of it makes your throat feel warm for oh, ten minutes. Oh, it's nice. I, I wanted so, to drink more, but so I was stuff. like, I, I gotta, I gotta get myself home later. You so. can feel the alcohol soaking into your tissues. It's in nice. Your neck. 
hey, well, I'll tell you what. Um, get me, uh, pour me another glass, and we'll get a condom, stick it over the top so it doesn't spill on the way home, and I can have it when I'm editing the show tonight. How about or that? Or you could so, just put done. it in your butt. I could just put it in my butt. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just give me a Not shot. Give me a shot before the we go. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. So, um, Wait, no, thanks for having I, I I love coming in here, and it just makes me realize. He loves wait, coming in here. <laughs> who uh, who canceled? <laughs> yeah, very true. No, no who, one canceled. We just can- kind of were like, "Hey, we're we gonna we're gonna oh, get it's together." Like it's been a while since we had a Reno in. Let's yeah, that's reach right. out to him. Well, and Reno, I don't know if you saw it today. I was going through Time Hop, and it gives you the tweets that you had for the, the the day of of you know different years of what you what happened on that day, and five years ago to this day was a time that that you came on the show and you were we were all talking about preppy summer and i believe it was the first mention of the horn of plenty and i told the story about how i had to shower next to my my male my male friend's uh dildo and i think it was five years ago to the day we we can't go through a podcast without preppy summer this is a goddamn milestone i want you to realize this children being born marriage and the first reference to Preppy, Preppy Summer, Summer yeah. and Horn of Plenty. I was like, oh, my kid learned to ride a bike that day. Oh, this happened. Oh, oh Horn, Horn of, of Plenty. Plenty and Preppy Summer. Awesome. Sure. No, yeah. classic podcast moments. And, you know, it's difficult not to uh, occasionally flash back to the great moments that made a brand. Well, really. I'm pushing for Film Syrup on the Rocks. Jelly. Film on the Rocks, Preppy Summer in 2017. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is what, a classic. That's what I'm, uh, I'm going for. Or maybe since everything's getting remade, Magnificent Seven, about last night, we remake Preppy Summer. With some young hunks. Some young hunks to get, them, to get yeah. to updated, you know, so you it's know, not so 80s. Play, playing with the, you know, Kenny Loggins can redo playing with the boys as the main music for Preppy Summer. I like it. I like yeah. it. I think... Um, you know, not I'll let you be the casting director. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> Who wants to sit in on John's casting couch? It, it's it's oh, actually when we learned from Brandon Perna last week that he edited porn for for a number of years. Really? Yes, he did. And who is uh, this guy? Brandon Perna. He he does all that. He does that's good Broncos. Okay. And, uh, I'm not from. I'm, you, you've, I know you've seen him. You've seen him. And he, he the millennials love. Yeah, this they guy. love they love him. They love them some Brandon Perna. He worked with uh, Vic Lombardi a little bit. He works with BSN Denver now. No. Not with the uh, porn. With no, the, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Vic Lombardi. He, him, and, him and Vic cut a porn together. <laughs> it was, it was a little surprising. I tell you, it's called playing with the boys. Yeah, it was a little shocking, but they, uh, yeah, they did that. Uh, no, he, uh, he was doing porn and he was editing porn. <laughs> he was editing porn, and uh, he, he said, he said something. The fact, like he said, he knew he was, he knew he wasn't gay when he, he edited his first gay porn, and he was just like, hmm, and just didn't really, didn't really do anything for him. I think he said that on, on air. I hope no, he, he I, I believe he did actually. Okay. And uh, I'm looking for to the uh, series on YouPorn, John Reedy's Casting Couch. Mm. I think you can kill two birds with one stone here, John. It's a reality show. That sounds great. Does it have to be a, a preppy summer remake, though? Do I have to have just all dudes? Can I get men and women? I mean... Why not? Right, there were yeah. female preppies, preppies, too. That's true. Preppy summer... For the new age, we don't want to disclude people. We don't want no. to say, "Hey, you're 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 no. out." You, you, can, you should have some Muslims you, getting it you, on. You've got a vagina. You're out. You're a Muslim. You're out. No, everyone's invited. Everyone's invited to preppy Make summer. Make preppy summer great again. Make preppy summer great again. We're gonna bring people together with that for sure. So, so five years ago to this day. Five years ago to this uh, day, you were you were probably down the street at the old at the old shop, and we were uh, talking filth. It was it was excellent. So has the 
has it been seven years since the first time I came on? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I seven mean, long years. Yeah. And you weren't. It was just John and I at that first one. No. What? Huh? No, it was. You were out of town. It was. I was out of town. I was in Minneapolis, and I listened listened to it the next morning. I don't think that was our first show. I think it was like our second no, no, no. show. It was the first one I was that you on. were on. No, right? we had done a few before that, and then I was I was going on once a week uh, with when he, he and Eric Goodman when he was there. Goodman, I was popping in with them. Ah, oh, the salad days. Oh, the salad days. Salad salad tossing days is more <laughs> like it. And uh, and so I just said to him, I I was leaving one day, and I just kind of thought I was thinking. I don't think I should ask. And I thought, I'll just ask, what the fuck? And I said, hey, you want to you come do this podcast? He was like, sure. And I was like, all right. And then, and then a brand was born, Colin, like you said. And by the way, Eric Goodman, jelly guy. <laughs> not, not syrup. No, he's okay. a jelly man. I got you. Did, did we ask him? I don't re- recall show when he was on the show. I don't, I don't think we bothered he, to ask him. He doesn't usually have time to bust out the cream cheese and locks. Mm, so. I got you. Well, good stuff, Reno. We're glad to have you back. It's always, it's always excellent. Love it. Yeah, Love it. it's good times. Um, so it, we're, we're, we're going to blow through this first quarter real, real fast. But maybe you will. <laughs> maybe I will. Um, we've got, we do have a lot to talk about as far as I, I want to cover a couple things here. Uh, obviously the Broncos. We got some. We got some Broncos to talk about. And, and you are wearing your color rush. I, I've hat. got. I got. I already got my color rush hat. I'm a. I'm a slave to Broncos fashion. Colors. You know, and I colors. love. I love everything about that hat except for the kind of plasticky looking. The metallic. The metallic. Yeah. No, so I love. Normally, you like the D. You do. You like the D usually. It's the same I D. Like the it's the same D. D laying across your head right now, but it's a little different looking. Now. I, now, I for one am not a glittery, you know, shiny kind of emblemy type guy, but I think it works well because the hat is a solid color and it's kind of shiny, and it, it contrasts with my with my general kind of like kind of toned down style. I think it would be nice if it lit up in lights. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that would be cool. LEDs that would in be it? cool. Yeah. I've got yeah. to put my name up. <laughs> He's singing now. When are they? When are they going to wear the color rush uniforms and the? Uh, I believe I it's a San Diego, yeah, San Diego Thursday, Thursday night game. It'll be a Thursday night, night, right? The game that Scott feels will be Trevor Simeon's last as the starting that's, quarterback. That's, oh, that's true. You're yeah, going to yeah. be you wrong, guys, but that's okay. Do you guys still you feel that way? You don't feel that no, way? No, no, no. Trevor Simeon's here for the long haul. You think so? Paxton Lynch will have to beat him out next year. Here's what I heard Sandy Clough talking about, which I found inter- really interesting, as is often the case with Sandy Clough. But he said that for for Kubiak, a big part of the reason that Simeon will remain the starter in his eyes is because he has earned the trust of his offensive line, and they're communicating with each other Very extremely important. well. Yeah, so Very Lynch, important. Lynch doesn't know the offense. That's a fact. He's not sure. And by all reports, the Simeon kid is bright, real he's, bright. He's very smart. He's very smart. I don't know what his wonderlick was. I know Paxton Lynch scored an 18 on his wonderlick. Um, but look, Lynch. Hey, hey, I took that. I took the sample test, and I, and listen, you, I, I was going to say I'm no dummy. You might think differently, but I did not do well on it. And I just, it's just that's how no, that, my brain works. I'm not saying that's the end all, be all. I'm just saying Trevor Simeon has been in this offense for a year and a half now, and I've seen him grow from week one to week two. I know Demarius Thomas had the nerve and the gall to call him out if he'd catch the damn football, then maybe that'd be different. But the fact that a second start for a second-year quarterback, he spread it around to nine different receivers, I think that's certainly growth. So to- you see growth, and I, and I 
And it, granted, yeah, I, he does. I, I watched the I watched the first half, and then I listened to the the second half on the radio. Do you want your whiskey now? Um, it, whatever you want to do, buddy. So I'll uh, I'll slide it on over to you. <laughs> yeah, I will. And uh, I I you say there's growth. I just kind of thought, God, you know, the Colts are so bad on defense, and they he just didn't light them up. I thought he would have lit him up through the air a little more than he did, and and well, and that's why I didn't see I, growth. I thought he would have thrown for more touchdown pass or a touchdown pass. A touchdown. He missed the one to Sanders. But if everybody's going to complain about Dink and Dunk, which yeah, he did throw that, but that's part of the offense. He did go downfield when DT was basically tackled on the pass interference near the goal line. They were going down. That was going to be about a 30-yard-in-the-air pass if you include the end zone. Demaryius Thomas's drop was a perfect pass of about 22 to 23 yards that in the second half he completed on the other side of the field or the next quarter. I think it was the second half. So if you really want to get into it, look, drops are part of the game. Interceptions are part of the game. Sure. And again, this guy is making a second start. That's what I chalk so, it up to. So – Chalk that up to it. But look, I mean, J- Jameis Winston just had four interceptions. They're not talking about benching him. Well, but, but that's you, the point, though. If, that's a point on the other side of, of the spectrum is you have a potentially special quarterback. Guys make mistakes. John Elway made mistakes when he was a sure. veteran. These things happen. I just, I'm just saying there's growth. And honestly, if DT and Sanders don't drop those balls that were thrown right into their hands he's got a 300 yard game yeah, and that's and that's quite a difference so you know i mean all right he threw the interception now now you grow from it now don't make that he made the right read the cornerback jumped the route the cornerback took a big risk and all right he jumped the route we got to get to the second quarter already but this is good stuff i want to bring it back when we come back after this Goodbye, Joe. Me gotta go. Me oh my oh. Me gotta go. Pull the road down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one. Me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumbo line, a crawfish pie, a filly gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Shazamio Pick it tough, fill fruit jar and be gay Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio The Rosedale Tavern on the edge of Platte Park at the intersection of Evans and Downing offers a curated whiskey selection, craft beer, classic cocktails, and elevated tavern fare featuring oysters, wings, and specialty burgers. The Rosedale is open daily and offers happy hour every day from 3 to 6, including $1 oysters. And there's weekend brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Please pop by, treat yourself, treat a friend, and let them know the South Stand sent you. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. Are the Broncos waiting to start Paxton Lynch because they're afraid he might throw a bunch of interceptions in the red zone? Will the next number to be retired at Mile High Stadium be Thunderstruck? 
When Brandon Marshall was assaulted by police in Miami, was the commanding officer Sergeant Brian Williams? Does the new U.S. Bank Stadium charge every fan an overdraft fee? Since he's having surgery, will Adrian Peterson have more time to spend beating his kids? Yes. Is Andrew Luck considered to be talented just because he mastered the use of simple tools? Do some people really believe that he walked with the dinosaurs? When Jay Cutler sprained his thumb, was it up his ass at the time? Is the NFL pushing the new color rush uniforms as a distraction from people wearing uniforms, giving colored people the rush to judgment? During Broncos games and for 24 hours afterwards, does James Merrillat's family limit his access to bedsheets and sharp objects? Will the Rockies' final home game of the season at Coors Field be life-size inflatable Jenny Kavnar night? <laughs> and if so, how early do I need to get there? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com. Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. There's a, there's a show on Cartoon Network, um, regular show, and they use this this song to great effect in one of the episodes to where, like, my, my kid, like, knows the song now, and they use it in this one thing. It's awesome. The Ozzy version? Or which no, one? this version. This one? Yeah, this yeah. one. So, Sometimes I'll be listening to, like, classic rock like this on the radio, and my son will get, it will start singing along, and I'm like, uh, where in the world did you hear this music? And it, it's Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah, Learned yeah, Learned it yeah. on Guitar Hero. I'm into Mountain, Dad. Yeah. I'm into Elf and Montrose. <laughs> <laughs> Elf. You, you, you know why I played this song? is in honor of our esteemed guest, Remy Navarro, mm. who is here today <laughs> with us. Um, now, is now. that right? Navar- I think I heard Navarro at one point I, in time. Is that, is that correct? B- Bavaro. Oh, is it Bavaro? I don't know. Remy Bavaro. I, I actually. It's something like that. I spoke with Tig today, and I for- I've been meaning to ask her, but really when I speak to her, I'm just like wanting to see more pictures and videos of the twins. But uh, yeah, it's thank you for playing that and the homage. I, I, uh, yeah, it's it's a great show. I, I don't know the last name I should. <laughs> But, me, but now, how do you? You've probably answered this a million times because it's not a. It's the the character is not not you, it, and it's not exactly it's, a flattering character, right? No, it's so. How do? You, that, but did, that's did not going to be funny. I know. I mean, exa- oh no, I get that. But did your sister kind of go? She hey, by, hey, by the way, so listen, no, <laughs> so listen, I got something to tell you. She's like, um, we're your gonna, character on the show is a buffoon. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. You know, there'll be some weight. You know, your weight issues, and I was like, yeah, I, I get that. We were having, Have at it, sis. We were having dinner at Bardot earlier this summer when she was in town for a charity event. Um, and we were having dinner. And literally, as I'm taking a sip of wine, she tells me what my hobby was. Have you watched? I haven't you have seen not. it. Scott, Scott's four episodes in. I'm four in. So are you talking about the uh, Civil War reenactment? And you're Is talking about yeah. the show One Mississippi. Yes. One yeah. Mississippi. yeah one, my sister has a show on Amazon called One Mississippi. And I wasn't going to give it away, but since you just did, um, 
my sister has me, uh, my hobby is Civil War reenactment. <laughs> nice. So I'm nice. literally taking a sip of the wine at dinner. And that's one of the things that, that is true, right? Yeah, it's very, <laughs> That is the only thing that's true. It's the only thing that's true. <laughs> um, and I literally... And you're a birther. Yes, I'm a birther. <laughs> I literally almost spit my wine out. It's like, what? And she's, she's just like, yeah, we were just brainstorming in the writer's room. What's like... The most unreno thing, the most just bizarre thing we come up with. So in making now, it- I love studying the Civil War, and I've read a lot about the Civil War, but reenactment, not so much. <laughs> I would love to see your costume. So it, I it, really would. It's uh, and and uh, yeah, so it, it was really good. And yeah, she told me and so in an effort to to like uh to distance your at you your actual self from the character she made the character a bigger buffoon so you could, everyone go this is not you no, no. say okay gotcha. um yeah i'm more like the most interesting man in the world and i have way better hair i mean mm. who are we kidding yeah that's true. um true. but yeah she uh, about 80 percent of the first episode the pilot is fact and then about 50 percent for the rest of the show from here on out is is fact i mean the cancer the c diff our stepdad is very dry like that's why i always tell people that haven't listened to her whole album live that came out in 2012 nominated for a grammy in 2013 listen to that album and the deluxe edition it's six bucks a dollar goes to brett to to cancer research fighting cancer so it's worth spending the six bucks and she does a 15 she added on for the deluxe edition 15 minutes about our stepdad and he is you know he's an army veteran he's an attorney he's very stoic and serious and so it's i mean so, so, so not in the frozen food business though he is not okay. in the frozen so yeah, you got to change yeah. something you got to yeah. change something you watch it and you're thinking well what's 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 real about this and what yeah. is not real about and this and the name of the our hometown yeah. is past christian it's past christian but it's pronounced christian it's an hour outside of New Orleans. My mom's family's all from New Orleans. They lived over there also. And the name on the show is Bay St. Lucille. Well, the town over from Pasquistan is Bay St. Louis. And Lucille was my godmother and, and like, uh, my, she was raised by my grandparents, great-grandparents in New Orleans. So it's an homage to uh, Lucille Rafferty, who was... Uh, just a very dear family member to us. So it's Tig paying homage. So, so the real question is, the guy who plays you in the show, did he come to Denver and spend a week with you to get into character? He did, did, he did not. Oh, but see. but there is talk of... They John, said you're playing an asshole. Just go for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, John Rothman, who plays Bill, our stepfather, which is not his real name, but um, he wants to go and if the show gets picked up for another season he wants to go and spend a couple weeks with our stepfather in houston and see him and really take you know check him out and that would just be incredible i'd love to just be around that to see it but he's meryl he's one of meryl streep's best friends they went to college together and John Rothman is in every one of Meryl Streep's movies. The one thing that I find really interesting about this type of television is that if you're, if you're talking about ratings for Monday Night Football, they get a pretty decent idea based on people tuning in who you know, are subscribed to a service. And, and they've got a kind of a general idea as to how many TVs are tuned into their show, but they don't know exactly. Amazon knows 
to the download, how many people have watched or viewed or purchased sure. that show? Sure. And so it's it's really interesting as as Amazon and uh, and Netflix and all these other services that are available begin to sell this content, their their ability to report what is actually going on as far as as far as uh, viewership is is much much more believable to me. I, how is her show doing? How is One Mississippi doing? I think it's getting great response. Everything I've seen, tweets, Facebook, everything, uh, Instagram, it's getting an amazing response. All of my friends are saying that they love it. Except but for these friends who haven't seen it. You, you jackasses <laughs> haven't watched it, but that's why. I like it. It's good. It's good. Well, we did it's just, just it's recently. We signed up comedy. for Amazon Prime. Yeah. So. No, no, no it, 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 it really is. And, and, I mean, I'm super proud of TIG. She should be proud of it. And it's, it is a great show. It's really dark humor. My, I have a good friend here in town, Andy. His wife just died of breast cancer. She beat it, it came back, and she died. It just, boom, knocked it out. And he just watched it, and he's like, oh, my God, that is so dark and so <laughs> yeah. funny. And here's a guy whose wife literally just died, and he left him with two kids. And, you know, but it, like he said, we were talking about it at our fantasy draft. He's like, man, it, it, it just helps me get through that. Anything. I mean, it's not necessarily cancer. It's just. But that's the beauty. But there's dark. It, there's just dark humor. But that's the beauty of those those things like Amazon and Netflix is people can people can just do whatever. They're they if they ever went to network to do something, no. they would never get the chance to do no. what they wanted. I think like like Louis C.K. and when he did his show on FX, the when he did Louis, the more recent one, and he basically just said. Leave me alone yeah. and just, you know, you don't have to pay me much. Just leave me alone and don't bother me. And he did what he wanted. And it kind of set the table for that of kind of like, hey, let these people do what they want and they're going to produce something good. Well, well, John, you're about to feel a little bit silly right now. Okay. But uh, Louis C.K. is the executive producer I, of One Mississippi. I think I knew that. I think I knew that. But the the point the point remains the same is that now um, the Pamela Adlon, who's been on a bunch of his shows, been on that, been on Louis, she has a show on FX. Yeah. There's a bunch of things like that where people have kind of, they've, they've been able to kind of branch out and not have people up their ass and, and and that one's good too if you've seen it's that really one. good yeah, yeah i've seen that one yeah well definitely. and it, it's smart humor like my sister stand up colin seen my sister uh in boulder um, a couple of years ago and you know it's smart it's silly it's but it's smart and that's what that show and, her, and her, she's a bat i mean her timing is what make what is a stand-up what really really caught me was her was her comedy timing i mean yeah. she could She's as funny I've with the pause. I've seen her on TV, guys. Yeah, I, she's okay, as I've funny with her. the pause as she is with 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 the. With <laughs> well, Reno's sister, yeah, John. Yeah, I've seen her. I've Did watched her stand up. I don't know if I've told you guys. My sister's a stand up. Wow, comedian, but, I didn't know but, that. But I, I mean, you mentioned Nate Kreckman at the beginning of the show. Nate, not a stand up. Not funny at all. Not funny. Asshole. Uh, just abrasive. Try to avoid him. He was at Tig's show at the Paramount last year, and after the show, he was just like, "Man, your sister is." fucking amazing he's like that's the best show i've ever seen and what he said was she just lets the audience come to her yep. it's it's not rushing start yelling and talking real fast it's just hey i'm here and so yeah it's but yeah i'm i am proud of her it's a great show and I, I think it's gonna get picked up again and hopefully she'll get nominated for an emmy next year and win so there you go anyway but uh yeah i appreciate scott uh 
surprising me with this tonight. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on good. it soon. Uh, as soon as I can figure out yeah. how to get Amazon back on. Is my she TV. all fired up to have the Rams now? <laughs> oh yeah. Big, oh man, she's all Rams about fan. the Rams. Face painting every weekend with the boys. You know, it's, I want to talk. We're gonna t- we're gonna get into the second half already. And but but what? I do, yeah we got to get we got to get in there. But really? I do want to say I think people of L A are we're like really excited about it. Like I see a lot of people. I see Rams stuff. I know some people in L A. They're all excited about the Rams. Like how I they s- ran out of water at the game. <laughs> Did they? Well, California's running out That's of water right. too. So I think. Uh, yeah, but then I think the after the first two games, you know, they're kind of like ah okay, this is gonna be great. So. Yeah. But we can talk about we can talk about some more football after we get into the second half and uh, do a little sports. So uh, let's uh, get into the second half right about now. on my mind we've been wasting too much time you know you got what I want you come on you're about to blow my mind we've been wasting too much time you know what's on my mind Hey friends, if anyone is planning to be at the zoo this AM, let me know so we can meet up. Aww, they are draining my apartment pool. My annual Facebook fast starts today. I'll still auto post new bloggy goodness. And of course, I'll be tweeting and Instagramming. Having some bug issues around the house that wouldn't normally bother me. But spiders crawling around my child are not okay. <laughs> I love Facebook frowny faces. <coughs> well, staff and or strep ruined my morning yet again. <coughs> Spent the day at Denver Health having an infection on my left ankle and shin drained and a round of antibiotics prescribed to clear it up. <coughs> A small scrape on the ankle bone snowballed to a total clusterfuck. <sighs> Hooray for modern medicine. I just got explanation of Pokemon Go from my husband. Upgrades and fire and Pokeballs. What? <laughs> this game is ridiculous. Adults being cray cray. Hashtag no thanks. Hashtag I'll stick with social media. Uh, Hashtag, I'll stock Hiddleswift with my free time. Hashtag, no cray-cray here. Cray-cray uh, means crazy, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. Time for sports? Yeah.
having a sports chasm. Sports. Sports. Good stuff. Deportes. Deportes. Have we been 10% sports thus far uh, on this episode? No, no, no. That's got past halftime. Yeah, we've uh, we talked about we've the got, Broncos. We've got, sure. we've got whiskey we? and comedy and... Uh, and shows family, which is good, yeah. which is which is great. But we do got to we have to deliver on the ten percent sports. Which you know, hey, let me let me talk about this while it's while it's fresh in my mind. Uh, the Rockies season is is wrapping up. That's sports. That's sports. See, the Rocky season's wrapping up here. I think they got what another week left. I think they got like eight games, yeah. seven games left. Right is, now. Does anyone know how they did? Did they do well this year? Uh, they did better than they, they did last me. couple of years. Yeah, they, they teased me. They teased you. Did not please you. Tease me. Now, I think. I think when the Broncos opened camp, they were within four yeah. games of a wild card. <laughs> they, spot, they, they they made a little little mini run before the Broncos opened training camp, and then they kind of fell flat on their face. Coming out of the All Star break, they, they teased you. They, they just went around and around. And around. <laughs> but but they but they but they at least showed progress. They showed promise. And I think they'll be good in the future. And I think next year they're they're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna do well. They should tr- look if they make a commitment and go out and get Araldus Chapman, that wife beater, that flamethrower. Yeah, that translates at altitude. They look. We know what their shortcomings are: middle relief and closing. Absolutely. They have the lineup. They have the young pitching. You have Gray. You have Anderson. De La Rosa, eh. Chatwood. Bettis has been remarkable. They have the young talent. Even today, having Jermaine, German pitching today. So you, you can identify what is wrong with this team. You have the lineup. You have this. You have it's the bullpen Arana- every time. You have Arenado. But now they finally have starting pitching and young starting pitching. John Gray has to become the greatest pitcher in Rockies history. If not, they've completely missed on him. And they haven't missed on him because he's going to be the greatest pitcher in Rockies history. And, he's going to be and, great. He, he, it's, we're early on, so I don't want to oversell it, but he's showing the brilliance. Anderson is showing the brilliance, but, and he's a lefty. But they, 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 you've identified the problem. They could address that. But here's what I was getting at: should they even, should they even bother bringing Walt Weiss back? Do they, do they? Ha- do of they- course they are. No, the Rockies are unfortunately like the Nuggets and the Avalanche. You know, I mean, the we we forget the Nuggets and Avalanche are owned by Walmart. They're run like Walmart. Sure, it's it's on the cheap. That's how they do it. They don't pay their GMs. They but is that gonna is that gonna hold them back? Let's say let's say they do this. Let's say they get a flamethrower. I don't they think so. Bolster because that that middle relief and that closing position. If they if they get uh, if they were to get a different manager that could at least figure a few more things out than Walt can, because it seems like Walt gets confused. It would that change things? Would that make would that make things a little bit different? Would that I mean, give them a few more wins? It could, but are they go, are they willing to go out and spend that money? They've said no. But now, the, do they have to spend the money? Because think, okay, Walt to get a good man. Okay, you, but I'm look, not I'm we're, not we're talking Joe Madden. Now. I'm not talking. There's Joe no Madden. such thing as deals in the in the real world. There's no such thing as deals. Sure, I understand. You get what you pay for. You want good whiskey, you got to pay for <laughs> Absolutely. it. You want good beer, I got you. you pay for it. I got you. So, I mean. Uh, if they want a great manager, they're going to have to pay for it. 
So, but do uh, they have to pay for it? Can't they get somebody young, up and coming dude that will that will be somebody who who can manage a, a ball club and not and not screw it up like he does? That will be uh, probably just as cheap. Uh, okay, there's the million dollar question, but uh, look. So you're saying he's back? He's out of here. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. I mean, just the very fact that the Rockies have commented on his possibly being gone means he's fucking gone. There's, I, I don't okay, think look, there's I any way they can bring him. Honestly, back. I don't care who it is. You, we ha- we finally have the one problem that we've identified, and it's easily solved. Go out and get Araldus Chapman. Fireballs, 100 miles an hour, translates at altitude. Well, what about that kid that just drafted? He throws it already he's at He's too young. Just though. drafted. He's too well, young. Well, he already throws it at 100 miles per hour. That's fine, but he's not ready for the major leagues. I mean, He's the Paxton Lynch you of know, I mean, Rockies yeah. pitchers. Are, are you, are, I, mean, I don't, I don't I, know. It's, 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 a, it's a fastball there, Reno. Okay, but I don't know that he's ready for that. Ready and I think he's probably – well, throwing that hard, it'll be interesting to see where they – put him but when you're drafted that high you're generally slotted to be a starter they've got a small window with with and this, that's my with point this group here go out and get chapman and you have is chapman on a one-year deal with the cubs i i, I don't know i right don't know now. either but okay. i thought you knew maybe that was the deal no I but know. i just think they're solving your problem find some middle you know maybe uh i don't know what's was a kid from atlanta they're they're, they're closer um but you know Atlanta Jackson, <laughs> John Rocker, Atlanta yes, Jones. Yes, bring back John Rocker, John Rocker and Araldus Chapman. But here's my point: so they've got a they've got this they've got this core together. It looks pretty good. Now this this could probably hang for a, a couple years if they don't capitalize and do anything to need to 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 capitalize on this great core that they that they're building. It's just going to all go to crap. And you're around them more than we are, so you're better equipped to say than we are. Do they have the intestinal fortitude as an organization to go out and make moves to bring effective relief pitching here? I hope so. I, I mean, I it, that's is Brightich the guy. Is Brightich the guy? I think so. I do. Look, just look at this team. What else do they need? They have Arenado. They have Story. They have Lemayhew. They need to find a first baseman long term. Tim Tebow. They, they prob- Tim prob- Tebow. Tim Tebow would be a great yes. first baseman. He would fit in well. He, yes, he would. He'd know, fit in well. He loves Jesus. Love. And and Who listen, doesn't, all he's though? got all he's got to do is stand there and catch the ball best and then waiter. and then hit. look pretty. And best, look pretty. Best waiter I've ever had at uh, Tim Tebow. No, Jesus or oh, Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. Um, I thought you were talking about my the waiter. Didn't you get sick of just bread and wine? Bread and wine. <laughs> um, Hey, here's some fish. I've, I've multiplied them. I've, I've, they, I've taken one fish and made six. There's a, there's a youngster, I believe, in AA ball that's their big catching prospect. Um, but long term. So, so Charlie's just in AA. But, but you some have, of the guys are in AAA. You it. have. Oh, I get it. Yeah, oh, I get it. You have the talent. Oh, it's got a hell of a talent. And the lineup. Tom Murphy just hit a home run or crushed one today. And so there you go. That guy. And they, got, they brought up all those other people. They're primed and ready to go. I'm not saying it's going to happen and next all year. All they need is what? A new manager. <laughs> and what? Relief pitching. And yes. to sit down during the national anthem. So, yeah. That would bring them together. Okay. I, I mean, are they going to go out and, and spend the money to, to bring one of the up and coming managers? One of the young. Do you really want another manager with no 
major league managerial experience? Uh, I want one that uh, if, if you follow the career path of Joe Madden, Joe Madden was um, a player for a brief, brief amount of time, didn't really stick with the majors, I don't think. He uh, was a manager in the minors for many years sure. until he got his shot with the Rays. I want somebody like that that might have played a little bit, but has, been, but has been in the minors and has been paying his dues Famous. and knows how it works and is ready to go. So go get Ryan Sandberg. Give him another shot. Yeah, but but he didn't. Did he go into the minors at all? Or did he just go right from being yeah, he, a player to? He did uh, manage in the in the minors. Okay. I believe. I don't know. I don't know what his. I don't but, know what his pro. What his pro. Uh, but uh, managing no, career is fine. Like. Uh, but I don't care who this manager is. You get me Araldus Chapman as the Rockies closer. There you go. You, you've solved the problem. Okay, I can dig it. Get a flamethrower. Don't get anybody that's. You know, I mean, yeah, Houston Street had an incredible season in 09, didn't blow a save until the game against the Phillies. And he sure as hell didn't, you know, he was 88 to 91 back then. But here's the problem with these guys is that they'll build this team and they can they can kind of build it and they think, well, we can't we can't compete, so we've got to build it from, you know, from the ground up, but which they is did. fine. They which brought, they did. They've it, done it with their picks which, and with trades. Which I mean, is cargo accurate. was but a then, trade. But when they need to spend the money and they need to make a move like that to get them over the hump, then do, they shit down their leg okay, but this and, is they, the time and it's when, magic beans. This is the time when they need to do it. And this is when and, I was... And he, well, and here's why. I hate to interrupt you, Reddo, but here's why they need to do it, man. And I know you agree with me on this. If they were doing it right now, what would Lodo be like? If they were getting, if they were, if nice. they were getting it it's on crazy. right now. It'd be great. Look, it, man, it, I remember in... 07 and 09, we were doing our show downtown every game in the postseason. If we it were was nuts. If we were two weeks or whatever the date is right now, if we were two weeks away from the postseason starting in Denver, the place would be electric, man. It'd Completely. be crazy. So every bar in Lodo should be donating money to the Monforts. No, they already to, don't. They, they already, already do. They to, already to, do. To, to, to right give them money for a closing. Every time they f they pay sales taxes, they do that. Yeah, yeah it's that's they're not they're not gonna spend any more money on that. But uh, hey, let's get into the fourth quarter. We'll, we'll, Good lord, this know, thing's hey, going by you know, fast. That's that's how it goes. Um, At least we talked Rockies. That's right. We talked right. We had to talk Rockies. That was more Rockies than the entire combined sports talk radio industry has talked. Uh, absolutely. But uh, we, we've got more Broncos to talk, so we'll get that covered in the fourth. And we'll take a break right about now. Fucking peeing on the side of a scooter. It's like, dude, come on, get the fuck come out of here. On, so bro. I said, so I said to the guy, get the fuck out of here. And he goes, that's no way to treat a customer. <laughs> I swear to God, he did. They'd come in and buy something, asshole. So speaking of which, sporty. Can a guy shit in your property without you getting upset, you jerk? What happened? Uh, Sportique, where Russia. the bums poop, is where scooters come from. And coming up this Saturday, the 24th, Sportique is proud to present the Monster Ride. Three hours in the saddle, followed by burgers and dogs. If you got a scooter, 
come on out for the monster ride. Otherwise, pay them a visit 10 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday at their brand new superstore at 160 South Broadway. That's Sportique, where scooters come from. That's racist. It was down in Louisiana, just about a mile from Texarkana, in their mold, cotton fields back home. Cotton fields are a trigger for me. I don't want to hear about them. You need a safe zone? <laughs> I do. In a lentil field? <laughs> in a lentil field, yes. Dude, that Tulsa shit was so fucked up, man. Don't talk about that. It's we so need fucked to talk up. About, don't talk about that. This you is- should queue up Tulsa time. <laughs> Cue it. <laughs> don't do that. Kaepernick's never going to gonna shut up, man. Um, Take me back to we, Tulsa. We're going we're we're to talk some Broncos here, okay? We, we have, we, we have an, an addition. Uh, Denver Dan is here with us. He's going to join us for the fantasy life when these other guys clear out of here. And uh, we'll, he'll be talking some fantasy, uh, some fantasy football with us a little bit later. So we're glad. Add Denver underscore Dan on Twitter. Right, right. right here. A neighbor, I understand. I am a neighbor. Live right down the block. It was easy. He was he was he was peeing on the side of the building, <laughs> right? And he said, I, "Hey, why don't I come in?" I was actually that guy, but I'm going to buy one later. So, may, may I get a quick gratuitous plug in? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for really, one? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Right up. Um, Probably your seventh tonight. Our our, uh, our our friends Tom and Mindy. I'm trying the Y, by the way. Yes, uh, I'm trying the Rye. The Rye is good. Uh, uh, Tom and Mindy Helmer are starting. I a love that guy. Isn't he on the radio? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I thought he does the TV for the Rockies. But uh, he, uh, he and his wife, Mindy, have twins, and their twin daughter has cerebral palsy. And there is no cerebral palsy um, uh, foundation. foundation here in Denver. There's a national organization. They're trying to start a chapter here in Denver, and their first event is Saturday night at 630 at Viewhouse Centennial. So uh, one right off I twenty five. Right off I twenty five. Used to be the old Trail Dust Steakhouse. Uh, was that oh, it? Oh, yeah, they would yeah. cut your tie off. They would cut your tie Absolutely. off. Absolutely. So Saturday night, if you don't have plans, uh, you know, come on out. There's going to be uh, celebrities. I, I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, Reno Notaro. Yes, well, of one. course. But uh, don't talk to me. Um, Don't make Tom Helmer, content. that's another. Tom Helmer will be there. There will be Nuggets and Broncos. And yeah, there will be all sorts of uh, folks there, and we're going to have a great time. It's for a great cause. And so, uh, yeah, uh, Tom and Mindy are you know, great friends of mine, and, and so we're hoping to get a, a packed house there. So, yeah, Saturday night, 630 at Viewhouse Centennial. That's awesome. Yep. I'll be there. Yes, Scott's Scott will. another celebrity. Yeah. yeah, you can talk yeah. to Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be there. You mean uh, Scott Stafford from yeah. South Stands, Are you Denver? producer Scott Stafford? That's the one. Did you the notice? One and only. You noticed his voice when he was singing Take Me Back to Tulsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you can be like, hey, are you the one that plays all those racist songs and uh, on, the, on the podcast? That's, that's, Boy, the that's one. great. <laughs> um, hey, Let's talk a little. We're, we're going to blow through this. We only got uh, probably uh, ten minutes or so. You like that ride, don't you? We're going to talk about a little. Oh, the ride is. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. 
They're, oh, with the rye? Yeah. You got, really? You got, the, you got the rye going? Uh, not what's, only what's am I a catcher, glass? John. I'm a catcher in the rye. <laughs> Are you in the catcher in the rye? What is? Uh, what did you pour in my old glass there? Is that still the wheat? Why don't you put it in your mouth and taste right. it? You know what? I'm going to take a little sip. I had a little sip earlier. I drank. Swirl. I just went on the Kentucky bourbon trail. I spent five days oh, in yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. And I learned how to properly taste bourbon. You take a little swig. You, you hold it in your mouth. Okay. Swirl it around. And then swallow. Did you also learn how to justify sex with your own family members while you were there? I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky is a beautiful, yes. beautiful state. Your jokes about the South are not funny. Oh, he doesn't like he doesn't like your South yeah. jokes. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like your South jokes. We'll, we'll make the South jokes after he leaves. You're from Colorado Springs. I think you forget about that sometimes. <laughs> it's like a little South. There's no room to joke. Denver. But no all of the joke. stereotypes are true. Uh, it's, it's true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, it was magnificent tasting all of the uh, the bourbon. I love the brown liquor. Love it. And just properly you tasting it. You are a brown it. liquor, that's for sure. <laughs> mm. You know what? That's delicious. Um, it is. I think that's still the wheat, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, Bear that's, Creek wheat. It's really good. He's drinking the Bear Creek rye. I, lo- I love me some whiskey. Now, I don't put any ice in it. I like to drink it totally neat. Neat. Um, I know that the ice might open up a little bit of the flavors. Sometimes but- it's... And what I learned in, in Kentucky... Whatever you like. I mean, if you like weeded bourbon. If or you having like, sex with your cousin. Yeah, if you like to do it Colorado Springs style, then, uh, <laughs> then do it. <laughs> it's awesome. Hey, um, well, we're going to talk Broncos. we got to talk Broncos before we get out of here. And, That's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good general rule. <laughs> it's a general rule. It's a good rule. general we gotta rule. we got to talk a little Broncos. And uh, before we can, uh, we can, we can uh, move on out of here. But we do have a, a, a quick headlines to yard lines that uh, Colin was going to do real quick and we can get that done then we can uh, then we can talk some broncos well, and- you know, i'm sure i'm sure denver dan can relate i mean when you're tra- when you're trying to set your fantasy lineups and you got waiver wire night you got all these things pressing on you it's hard to keep track of what's happening in the world around you in the terms of real news and that's why the south sands denver fancast is proud to present uh headlines to yard lines combining real world news with fantasy football advice and it goes something like this. Video footage released Monday shows Tulsa police shooting an unarmed man to death on Friday night as he approached his SUV with his arms raised. And no matter how well you drafted your fantasy teams, sometimes you too will get smoked for no reason. <laughs> Mexican economic minister Defonso Gallardo Villarreal said on Wednesday that Mexico was prepared to talk to the devil should Republican Donald Trump win the U.S. election. And Bill Belichick held his Wednesday press conference today, shedding little light on his quarterback's plans, or his team's plans at quarterback. A boat carrying African immigrants headed to Europe capsized off the Mediterranean coast near the Egyptian city of Alexandria on Wednesday, killing at least 42 people. And if your fantasy team was floating on Todd Gurley this season, your whole team is likely underwater. (laughs) Police in Lawrence, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, released a shocking video of a woman pass out from a drug overdose on the floor of the family dollar store while her crying two-year-old daughter pulled at her clothing trying to revive her. And Broncos receiver Demarius Thomas wants to revive his offensive production this week and has told the media he wants more targets. 
That's headlines to yard lines for no, uh, September 21st, something like that. It's, it's good stuff. 2016. It's, it's, um, it's just a little taste about uh, talking about the little. fantasy life, which we'll be doing later. And then if you're listening to this as this comes out, we'll have that out uh, probably on Thursday or so. Something Hopefully like before kickoffs of the Thursday. Kick up Thursday. I'll try to get it. So, I, I so forgot you it can, last week. You know, I, and that's why you want to use DraftKings so you can have the late lineup changes so after the show, after the fantasy life, you can follow every piece of advice we gave you. Absolutely. Headlines to yard lines, September twenty first, twenty sixteen. That's how I'm going to introduce it for now. Thanks, you. Thanks, Reno. I, I think Reno should record it every week and just give him the give him the copy and he he record it in a very straight voice and just do it. Headlines the- to yard lines, September twenty first, twenty sixteen. I love that. Dun, 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 dun. A Egyptian boat capsized, and your your fantasy season will be will be dead like those people. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna tie a. Uh, the whole Demarius Thomas and Family Dollar thing to his mom. I thought he was too. Well, I thought no, you were I gonna... did. That was <laughs> the whole point. Well, the, mom, the mom passed out on the floor of the Family you, Dollar. You could have went a little further yeah. with it. DT's mom did? No. Probably <laughs> once. She probably once. Yeah. It, it <laughs> probably, it probably happened. But um, yeah, never that's f- never forget. That's good stuff. So we we talked about the Broncos at the beginning and uh, speaking of DT uh, speaking of DT and uh, Reno made an impassioned plea for Trevor Simeon and how how he thinks he's he's actually good not bad yes and, yes and i and I, i'm cool I, I and i think the broncos defense is going to smother the bengals on the show earlier tonight i said seven sacks and three interceptions i'll stand by that they're going to crush the uh, the bengals offense now you do throw, you, think you throw the- 55 times against the broncos Bring it on. Do you think the Broncos can muster enough offense against them? Yes, now, now we saw it against the Panthers. It's fine. It, who has better defense, Panthers or the, or the Bengals? Panthers. Probably the Panthers, Panthers. right? So, and uh, the Trevor Bengals. Sim- you forget Trevor Simeon's first start was against the best defense you'll see all year. True. Now he's made a couple. Uh, he's made a couple throws that the the guy from the Colts caught and would have been gone, but he sure. like pulled a hammy and fell Sniper. down. <laughs> Sniper got him. Yeah, Eric, and, Eric Decker's turf monster. So, yeah, him. the 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 ghost of Eric Decker's turf monster got him. So uh, now that didn't happen. If it had happened, probably different story. Like if DT would have caught the pass. There you go. That was a third down and ten. The DT dropped that pass. That changes that drive. They were rolling at that point in the game. Don't forget that. I, I see your point. I think he can get better. Uh, he's going to improve every week. He's probably not going to get he, – he hopefully won't get worse. Well, there, there will be regression. There's going to be a three-interception game this year probably. Oh. I mean, it, these things happen to any quarterback. He's learning. Certainly happened to John Elway. But, well, but look, I, I mean, I, I, I bring back – the nine different receivers he threw to. That's a great, great improvement. I mean, he's looking around. No, sorry, DT, you didn't get all the passes you wanted. But again, catch the damn ball and you'd have one more catch and probably 25 more yards. Do you see Sanders just like not be – I mean, he gets a couple catches here and there, but he's he's not heavily involved. Do you see his value increasing or decreasing within the, with the year because i, I think d- it's going to increase you do i i think if it continues as it is it's going to be like he's going to get his three four catches and that's it so well, I, I, look I, I think he's going to spread it around it's there and surprisingly green virgil green who isn't going to be part of the team this week more than likely uh has has been more involved but um 
Yeah, look, I, it could be different every week. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a game where one of the receivers has eight, nine, ten catches. But uh, I, I was talking to a friend of mine that was a receiver in the NFL yesterday, and he said that's – and he was a reserve receiver. I didn't even know there was a game yesterday. And he said uh, receivers complain about not catching the ball every day. Oh, of course. So, yeah, they're not going to catch as much as they Well, want. let's not forget that report came via Mike Silver who – sure. Who is uh, is prone to blowing things out of proportion? Sure, that's fine. Oh, look, I'm not worried. I think Simeon's doing well. I think he's doing better than average, and I think he's only going to get better. But I really expect the defense to uh, to manhandle. So you the you've got a win in in Cincinnati. I do. I do have a win. So now they 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 pretty much manhandled the Colts, even yep. though Andrew Luck is good. He's a and, great and, quarterback. And, and kind of overcame it to an extent. He he did what he does, and it seemed like he was kind of uh, bringing them back in it, but he really wasn't because they were kind of hammering those guys. So we're talking Andrew Luck versus Andy Dalton. You're, th- you're thinking night and day. It's not going to be a uh, – well, I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. You have one receiver for the Bengals. They have, a, they have injuries there. And their run game is not produced. Their offensive line is struggling. That they have good running backs, but I think it's the O line that's really hindered their run game. And so, yeah, th- throw, throw fifty-seven times again against the Broncos. You want fifty-seven chances for Vaughn, Shaq, and Shane Ray to go after the quarterback? By all means. There was an interesting point in last week's game where there was uh, about three minutes, two and a half minutes left in the game, and it was the Broncos were up three, and and Andrew Luck took the field and had the ball, and I tweeted, "Oh man, this is where Andrew Luck does this. We're fucked. The, you know, this is the exactly the game script where Andrew Luck does what he does on the very, very, very next play, right after I tweeted that." It was a strip sack for a touchdown. Yeah, and I, I was at the game, and it happened right in the end, the corner where my season tickets are. I go to the games as a fan. I have, I, this is my third year of having season tickets, and we're sitting That's right pretty there. Pretty good season tickets for your third year. How'd you get, how'd you get up in that priority? Uh, as an elitist. <laughs> All right, I can appreciate that. Right? Um, Some of his friends at club level helped ah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and... Uh, I mean, it, it. The place was going bonkers. I mean, oh, yeah. at, I mean, it was one of the loudest I've ever heard that place. From what you see, and we're going to get out of here real quick. From what you've seen in two games, and what we've kind of assumed will happen this week, um, how do you see it going forward? Are they going to be able to maintain that? The regression's got to happen. He's got to have a shitty game here pretty soon. They're going to lose this year. I think they're going to go eleven and five. I said that before the season right. started. My co-host Dan Jacobs mocked, laughed. What did he say? Eight and eight. Oh, you no, know. no. Yeah, maybe seven, eight wins. I was like, no, I, I think this team is, is better than what people think. He, he was buying into the national I think stock. a lot of people who guessed eight and eight and, and would assume that the Raiders and the Chiefs would overtake them in the AFC need, needs their bums paddled live the, on, on radio and the, or television. The Raiders, paddled red. the Raiders have given up over 1,000 yards in two games. I believe it's a record now, an NFL record in the yardage they've given up. So, you know, you, you think they're going to be a great team. The Chiefs are one and one. The, I mean, it, it, look, this is – I still think it might come down to the final game of the regular season sure. here against the Raiders. But, uh, no, I, I, I think this team is, is going to be a good team. But, yeah, Simeon's going to have road bumps. He's going to play bad games. But I think overall, for a first year, 
He's going to. He will. And throw. you, you believe if he remains healthy, he starts seventeen games. I think he starts into the playoffs, and then and then he has a, absolutely. He has they're a, not going to pull. They're, he has a good year, and then what happens next year? Then Paxton Lynch has to beat him out. Uh, you don't hand somebody or beat him off. You don't hand somebody a One starting quarterback. Position. That I'd like to see. <laughs> you know, it, that just doesn't happen. I mean, it, you have to beat him out. It, it's not going to be that easy, and especially if he plays well. And then growth from the first year to the second year. Let's see. Let, you know, let's take it game by game. Let's take it season by season. But I think this team is going to be in the playoffs, uh, and they're uh, and it's a fun season to. Absolutely, cover. it's never a it's dull a moment. No, there's so many doubts. There's so many question marks. It's starting quarterback. It's help, the offensive. How much of a question mark was the offensive line before the season started? Now they are playing well, and Russell Okung has turned into a steal. And they will glad if he stays healthy. They will gladly pay him whatever he needs in that extra year. So that offensive line has turned out well. Wolf, the uh, Crick. There's another guy. Crick was brought here to be a backup, to be somebody that gives him a blow in the rotation. Now he's starting, and he is playing more than effective on the defensive line. So uh, there's a lot of question marks that are being answered early, but we're only two games in. It's very exciting. Like I said, never a dull moment. I love it. Look, I know we have to go, but there was a question I wanted to pose. Oh, yeah. Because you know how the Broncos' ownership, who owns the team? You know, Bolin owns the team now, right? Yeah. But what's going to happen? Who's going to take over? Who's going to be officially the owner? Would would you as a f- professional... The prince of the city, of course. The, no, the blood of the city. The blood of the city. There are... Was it Manchester that's owned by the Saudi prince? Oh. Isn't that Man or, or like Chelsea Something or one Chelsea. of those. Would you... If, if your professional sports team, any professional sports team... Would you have a problem with a Saudi owner or a Chinese billionaire owning your team? Fuck yes. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You would? Yes. Oh, yeah. I would rather have the blood of the city running the team. And than a Saudi prince? Uh, 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 give me the Saudi prince. <laughs> okay, over the blood of the city. Hold on, wait. So, no, I mean, this, the, the, I, the, the, I meant the, to bring this up earlier in the show. I want Because I think this is, this is a the legitimate. Question, it is. And, and the Chinese are buying up Africa. The, the billionaires in China are buying up chunks and chunks of Africa, and somebody's going to eventually buy a, an English uh, professional soccer team. So, there is going to be a foreign NFL owner. Qaddafi owned part of a minor English soccer team. Qaddafi and his sons. Well, I'm not talking about minor. I'm talking. No, no, I, I, I know, is it I'm, Chelsea or Manchester? Uh, Some, no, I think, it was, I think it's Chelsea. It, I'm not it's sure. a Saudi That's, prince that owns. Sure. Now, okay, a little, a little different, a little different than that. Uh, Europe and Europe and that region have kind of been intertwined for many more years than we've been intertwined with them. Ain't coming on so, the U.S. Yeah, absolutely, soy. motherfuckers better not come over here and take our sports team. God damn it! No, so it, it, so God damn it. Here, here's my thing with the Broncos: is the Broncos are a are a Colorado thing, and they've been they're a, they're they've, a mountain time zone, a Rocky Mountain. Yes, thing. and they've been owned by the Bolin families since what the early 80s or whatever it was so so that's one thing where if a saudi prince swept in and decided to buy it it would be awful and horrible now if the i want pete coors john elway and jolly rancher together to own it. one of those yeah what so, about the book ranch 
The Book Ranch can be in there too. Now, if if or Clown's uh, Den, can we get like a? <laughs> I don't think Clown's Den's open anymore, Reno. I'm sorry to tell you that. I don't know if you knew that. I'm sorry. If if like the, the Jacksonville door. Jaguars, if green. if Shad Khan wanted to sell, he's that, an American citizen. I know he, he was is. born in I, Pakistan. I'm just saying. But I'm he's just, an American I, citizen. No, it's totally fine, and I'm I'm happy that he's an owner. I'm just saying a shitty team like that that nobody cares about. If they decided to sell, who cares? I don't care about that. That's no big deal. Well, then the Browns, because the Browns, with all of the issues that, that their owner has with all of his... They could use some said, Chinese leadership. They could use some Chinese leadership, maybe I mean, some business structure. I'd give them the Rockies, if we want to talk about <laughs> a Colorado. I, yeah, I, I, still, I still feel very strongly about the teams here, that I want them to be owned by people here, or people who have an interest here, not a... Not a Chinese billionaire. Not like a Texas oil billionaire. Now, or now, an, or an, a Mexican oil billionaire. I, I would be. I'd be. And this is this going to sound. I'm very. I am very serious about this question, and I wish I would have. I would to bring be more okay with a Mexican oil billionaire than I would with a Saudi prince. And I don't know if that's that's. I don't think that's racist. I don't, I don't think. Right? I think it's pretty culturalist. <laughs> I think it's culturist, but somebody who is from the. I want somebody from the region who understands. Just not some fucking Syrian refugee. Fuck that. Oh yeah, we don't want that. Don't know which so, one of them is going to kill you. So we'd have a taco stand at every gate. Oh, we all want that though, yeah. don't we? So it's good stuff. Hey, let's get out of here. We're gonna uh, we're gonna dive into the fantasy life and uh, and uh, we can uh, talk some more Broncos next week after their next Jay. victory, as yeah. Reno has has predicted. Three and zero, baby. Three and zero. We're going for three and zero. So seven sacks, three interceptions. Oh man, I want to see seven sacks all over my TV, just all over my and face, your face, <laughs> all over it. So, uh, Reno, again, your twenty fifth time in. It's thank it's, you, it's thank been, you. It's been and, real. And Nate Crackman's jealousy will he get is. him nowhere. He is jealous of how many times you've been in here. Yeah. Hey, he could come in here anytime he wants. Hey, anytime, but, you know what? He's real hard to get a hold of. You know, he like he blew me off for like weeks after weeks after weeks, yeah. and then and then at one point he blew me off, and then I see on Instagram he's at Red Rocks, partying up, watching some some lame band, and I was like, oh, this is this takes precedence over local podcast, and he's like, oh, I had I tickets mi- before. You know? I can't miss the eight fish shows at Dicks, bro. I love LCD sound system, bro. It's I my like pretty it's, lights. It's, it's my generation's Jimmy Buffett. No man. man, it's pretty lights and fish doing a combo show. Yeah, bro. that's. That's, that's what Nate Kreckman's doing instead of coming in here and, and clocking some hours with us. Reno, you've done it. You've done. You God put in the damn time. Right, man. We appreciate that. So, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, good stuff. Reno, again, thanks. Thanks Gentlemen. a lot. Appreciate. It. Let let everybody know where they can find you and uh, tell tell them about your tell them about your Esther's gig. Oh yeah, tomorrow night we will be broadcasting live from Esther's on Mile High Sports Radio, and uh, Bear Creek Distillery will be there. Esther'sDenver.com is the website. And honestly, if you haven't been by Bear Creek Distillery, I I really recommend it. They make amazing. I can recommend it myself. They make it's, amazing. It is, it's good stuff. Rye and wheat whiskey. They distill it all here in Denver. They don't source any of their their whiskey or the, and they do vodka and rum and uh, they have a tasting room that's open Wednesday through Sunday. So highly recommend uh, Bear Creek Distillery and they'll be with us. And look, if you show up at Esther's tomorrow, we will pour you. A, uh, a sample of the Bear Creek whiskey. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's i got to figure out how to run over there real quick. Wonderful. Great food. It's it not, it's very good not food. bar food. No, this it's is, very good food. This is legit It's food, excellent. But, and don't yeah. forget One Mississippi on yes. Amazon. One Mississippi. That is uh, my sister Tig's show. And she's touring, and she's threatening that she's going to be coming to Colorado. So uh, I, I hope so, and we can all go again. 
and uh and check her out but yeah check out one mississippi on amazon prime it is uh as as scott would tell you it's it is a uh it's it's worthy it's good stuff good stuff dig it all right thanks again appreciate it hey let's get out of here glad y'all got to see me absolutely glad you could come in uh let's go and uh get get on that uh that uh, next broncos victory folks so until next time this has been the south stands denver fancast adios Where's <laughs> that gal in the red dress on some folks called a diner? Stole my heart away from me way down to Louisiana. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Look out there, Kelso. Blossoms, the big bee gets the honey. Little man raises the cotton, the beer joints get the you money. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry. Would I like to go to Tulsa? Boy, I sure would. Let me off on Archer and I'll walk down to Greenwood. Take me back to Tulsa. I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Tulsa. I'm too young to marry. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Finger in your butt. Finger in your butt. Finger in your butt. Podding with the boys. Podding with the boys. Put a finger in your butt. Podding with the boys. Put a finger in your butt. the boys with the shirts off. Put a little man in your butt. Do it. I said put me in your butt. Podding. Can we get Kenny Loggins in next in your butt, time butt, butt, to sing Podden with the Boys? Butt, butt, oh, and we do have a, uh, we've got a Facebook frowny faces to drop into. Drop a digit. Drop we can just use my phone. In your butt. Drop a deuce on my face. <laughs> in your butt, butt, butt. This song goes out to all <laughs> my angst-ridden friends. It's called Drop a Deuce on My Face. <laughs> Just lay that little cat turd over my upper lip <laughs> and call it a night, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, people do that. Mercy. People love that. All love. Right, serious, have y'all accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Hells yeah. Like today? Yes. Let uh, me check. Because th- that makes that okay, right? As long as you love Jesus, you can have a turd on your face. God's plan. It's God's plan for Adrian Peterson to be out for the rest of the year and probably his career be over. It's yeah. God's plan. Yeah. The good, the good you, Lord is looking down from above. Do you think if you asked Adrian Peterson, do you think this is part of God's plan, he would say yes or no? 
Yes. Yes, he would yeah. say yes. Yes, yeah. He would have to say yes. And he would be right. He would be you right. can't be like, no, no, it didn't no, work this, out for God this, this time. No, he's wrong. God God's, was way off. God's wrong on this one. I wish I had late action with the Lord over that thing <laughs> happening or not. All right. Are you, is everybody almost I think we're looking as ready as ready I is. They, you know Hey, let, let me just say that he, he won't be able to leap up and uh, lacerate his child's balls with a switch anytime soon. He won't, he might have to get up slowly to do it, but the kid can get out the room by the time he does it. I just hope they switch out Asiata, but the kid in it, that's what I want. That's what I need. Uh, you won't be here for the fantasy life, so you can't talk about that. So, so your opinion is now uh, null and void. Well, yeah, you know, that's how it works. All right. That rules.